That Smart Basketball Podcast featuring Bob Wothy. I, I can't argue with you, Zach. I want to, but I can't. Little Butter. <laughs> Ed Ronsman. That seems uh, interesting. Maybe I'll, I'll check it out. And Zach Trexler. Have either of you guys put stuff on your head? Um, how did you feel about me finding that picture of Ray Malata, Bob? Um, I felt good about it. I was, uh, I was impressed. Zach, Ray Malata was our high school basketball coach when I was maybe a freshman and sophomore, and he wasn't from the area, and he was telling us that he didn't want to see us when we weren't playing uh, down at the bars at, uh, at Dillingham's the bar was called Dillinger's <laughs> and I expressed sadness that Dillinger's is no longer in existence. And Bob says, it's not that sad. <laughs> so your high school coach at the time of when you were freshmen and sophomores in high school was telling you right. that you should stay away from the bars. Yeah. I want to see you down at the bars. What was it called? Uh, Dillingham's. Dill- yeah. It was oh, called God. Dillingham's. Yeah. But was it common for 14-year-olds to be hanging out at the bars? Okay. No. Okay. <laughs> I didn't know if it was like a if that was true advice or just sort of him just trying to be a funny old coach guy. I think it was true advice. <laughs> he also, well, we, I think we may have discussed this on this pod though. It stuck that he had the power forward at the five. So you had the, the point guard is the one, the shooting guard the two, the small forward, the three, the center at the four. And the point and the power forward at the five. I'm st- I still have to unlearn that. Like every time I look at a chart, correct. Like, wait, yeah, wait. <laughs> I don't think I understand that because there's not really any other way around it. You, you're, you're, if you're playing a four, you're a power forward. You're not a. That doesn't make sense. Not, not to, not to most people, but to, but the people who went through St. Mary's Springs at that time, that's what we learned. Like I never went beyond uh, freshman B team basketball, but I, even I know that that's that's out of bounds. Yeah. I don't know if there was even a philosophy behind it. Like, just he odd. just mixed it up and then went with it. <laughs> <laughs> it was his own stamp. It was his his contribution to the game of basketball. Well, yeah. If you were, if, I mean, does that mean it was the power forward matching up with the other team's center? No, yeah. it's just the way that they numbered it. Like, on, <laughs> okay. yeah, on your offense. Yeah. Okay. That yeah. really makes absolutely no sense at all. That is, that's <laughs> like. I'm trying to think of an analogy and I can't think of one. Like there isn't, I guess that would be like calling your, uh, in football, your offensive lineman, your, 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 uh, your tight end. Or, <laughs> no, it's like we call our guards tackles and our tackles guards. Yeah. Like, that's about that's right. basically yeah. what it would be. <laughs> that, yeah, that doesn't seem quite as egregious, but I, I, I see that. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's been, uh, I don't know, three, possibly four weeks since we've, uh, We've all gotten together and, and, and did a Zoom here and did a podcast. Um, lots happened. I've got some notes here. Uh, apparently, uh, I feel like this happened right around the time we, we com- uh, did our last pod recording. Where uh, Remember the whole Dave Portnoy thing? From oh, where sure. the, the, the sexual, I'm not sure what to call it, the sexual roughness, the sexual assault? Assault, I think. Is, the, is it assault? Alleged. Proper. Alleged. It's alleged. alleged. Yeah, alleged. Um, but but uh, that feels like... That feels like well over a month ago, and uh, there really has been zero follow-up to that whole um, uh, story uh, in the last three or, or however many weeks it's been. Um, I mean, it seems like there's there are some legal investigations, I think. Is that right? 
thought there was at least one going on. I don't know if uh, I don't know if there if there isn't, there should be. I guess. Well, whatever that whatever happens there, I feel like uh, the the note I have in my in my little notepad here is is uh, does he Dave Portnoy does he sort of get off like does this like one of his motivations knowing that he's essentially untouchable? He's he's in a position where he has a fair amount of money. He's a powerful dude. And he can kind of do whatever the hell he wants. Maybe that's obvious to everybody else, but I kind of it kind of hit me square in the Are face. Are you surprised by that, Zach? That week, I, you know what? I'm gonna say surprise might not be the word, but I was I had a realization. Um, maybe this is obvious to everybody else in the world, and if that's the case, we can just move on. But I feel like he he really that's truly true. sort of uh, gets off on being the uh, untouchable. I mean, he's not untouchable if he if he broke the law, he'll go to jail will he i mean yeah most likely i don't know about that he's got enough he's got legal teams that can probably uh he can outspend his um his accusers fairly easily and that goes a long way there's a lot of taxpayer money i mean and there's a lot of uh da's who want to make a name for themselves i mean if he if he if there's evidence of wrongdoing they'll get him Bob, do we really want to get get into a this discussion feels, about this? Feels like a slippery slope, yeah. It, do we really want to talk about the justice system and yeah. and your thoughts on that and whether or not somebody's guilty or not? Sure. Anytime. I feel like I've had this. I'm so tired of it. <laughs> next topic. I, I I feel like. Uh, well, anyways, yeah. Next topic. We've talked about OJ enough on this on this podcast, right? Have we not? We, I don't know we if we have on this bit. podcast. We've talked we about talk, it a little bit. I feel like we we've can, we've we can talk written house. Talk written house if you want to. Well, what's the say there? I mean, that's a that's a pretty clear, pretty clear judgment. Nothing really to talk about there, right? Other than it's it's uh, frightening. I would you like. What, go ahead. I would like to be clear that I was really going at Bob for the uh, his dueling stances i guess on rittenhouse versus oj sure. and um, of which nobody like to... uh, listening will understand because this is all group chat discussion at this point but no okay so I'm, that's what i'm trying to do i'm going to summarize it yeah, yeah. <laughs> um i am vehement vehemently vehemently opposed to oj simpson getting any type of publicity whatsoever certain members of our hangout uh, have created a bot even to let us know when he tweets. Um, there I, do. I need to know comments. when OJ tweets because I need to know about it. It's important to me. You need to know about what? I need to know about OJ tweeting. It's important to me. So that alone, just him having followers and people engaging with him is just bothersome to me. And I believe that Bob's, Bob's going to want to get this edited out later because it's actually going out in the public. Um <laughs> And we can, of course, edit this out. Um, no, I don't want to edit it out. Bob, I think you've taken the stance that you love the juice. Yep. Th- that you've forgiven him for anything that he might have done. I have. And that he wasn't found guilty by the legal system. That's right. It's not, then it's you not up ex- to me to, to impose my brand of justice on him. So... Would you say then that you need to live by the verdict from the Rittenhouse case? I do. I do. Okay. I do live by it. 
I mean, I um, I'm disappointed that and actually, you know, so I, I've looked into it not a lot more because I it just it's probably not worthy of a lot of my time because it's frustrating either way. Um, it's I think what's I can actually understand um how they they did come up with not guilty. It's just it's it's terrible when you can we can take a gun somewhere and like point it at people and then you know because you were threatened which i actually do i do believe that he did feel threatened because he was being threatened but he he kind of caused the situation in the first place you know what i mean i don't know what the good good analogy is but um like was it self-defense at that point yeah i get that i can believe that but he put himself in the situation where he had to defend himself with the deadly weapon. <laughs> that makes sense. So it's kind of like he should be culpable in some respect. But you know what? I don't know. That's not what that's not what our our, our laws have decided at this point in time. Are you? Have do you, you find yourself? Him? I just want to ask one question. Sorry. Have you? Do you find yourself, Bob, less likely to be a protester after the decision? Like a physical in-person protester not that you do this today because i don't feel like you leave the house very often i was gonna say probably a zero percent chance i would have been a protester in the past and i think still a zero percent chance okay so (laughs) so will you go from not ranked to not ranked okay sorry Addy. go ahead no i asked bob if he forgave written house yet or not um i need a little bit of time but i will if i was a better man i would have forgiven him already but not quite yet when does jesus forgive him and this is a serious question i don't i'm not a not, i don't, don't claim to be a, a bible uh, a student so so like when when, think, when do you forgive people for killing people what's the statute I mean, of jesus, there? jesus died to forgive our sins so i think Instantly? it's immediate immediate okay so that day um, you were ed does i i don't want to turn this into a a Bible study. I, I'm just curious what uh, the. You could talk to any person calling themselves to be a Christian, and you'll get different answers on it. Um, okay. I read. I actually. I did look into this more based on our previous discussions of Bob forgiving OJ. And my problem with that is <laughs> I don't think he's ever asked for forgiveness himself. That's my problem with it. Do you have to ask for it? Is that like a, well, that's a prerequisite? What I up and I think, and some some say you do, and some say you don't, and that you're automatically forgiven. I don't like the. I don't maybe like the mentality that you're automatically forgiven, even if you don't ask for it, because it kind of gives you a blank check to be an asshole in life. And uh, regardless of what your feelings are in the afterlife, if you do believe in one, um, that seems to me to be a problem that you could live your life that way, but you're still getting the reward at the end. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I have limited, uh, you know, uh, experience in the, uh, I guess with biblical study, I it was my understanding that it is a, a an instant or constant uh, state of forgiveness, regardless of the of the action taken by the uh, I guess troubled person or whatever you want to call that person. But uh, again, yeah, would, this is a, a whole other sort of area that I'm not really sure I'm I'm, wi- I'm willing to dive into, unless you guys really want to. No, I have a similar with conversation. Pro- I had a similar ahead, conversation with somebody. Uh, I don't know, like 15 years ago, college-ish, right after college. And they were more of the uh, evangelical tilt. And I remember asking them, like, you know, basically they said, you know, 
it's the whole can you be redeemed right and so if you and so i was like what's the cutoff for on my deathbed if i if i you know believe in god and i ask for forgiveness is that okay is it like as i'm dying and i'm going to saint peter's gates is can i can i ask for forgiveness and say i believe then like when do i have to do what's what's my timeline here (laughs) but bob can i can i just say that that would be like the most bob thing to do (laughs) that seems that just seems like i would say isn't that the most american thing to do it would be the most bob it would be the most wealthy thing to do Last um, second? Is that what you're saying? It feels very though common. I feel like that's a common thing people do. Like I feel isn't that like a a trope of sorts where people are, you know, on their knees as they're dying. You know? That's not just Bob. I mean, we can make fun of Bob as much as we'd like, but isn't that just like what people do? I believe uh gosh, I'm dipping back in my ancient history. I think that's what Constantine did on his deathbed and made <laughs> no? Christianity the religion of the realm right on his deathbed i think that's right so zach do you want to ask me about top shot (laughs) well yeah what's going on do you you've been uh dipping your (laughs) dipping your toes into the top shot waters other appendages yep go ahead yeah many many of your uh many appendages many appendages are in in the the top shot water what's the what have you got going on? You, you said over the, the group chat today, as recently as today that you've, you've got all the nuggets that are available, which I'm not sure what that means. Are there like three so, or 10 or? <laughs> there, so what you, there's a lot of gamification in Top Shot. And, no. Um, more so than other NFTs, I would, I would guess. Um, again, I don't really know what I'm talking about here. But <laughs> well, that's the thing is I'd like to know like if you if, if, if besides Top Shot, which I vaguely understand, feels like trading cards. It is. That's what you, it, it's kind of what it is. Would yeah. you? Yeah, but you wouldn't know like any other uh, NFT markets out there that you could purchase into. The only one that I've seen pop up that it's popular with the Top Shot crowd is called Ballers, and you create like these little eight pixel avatars. Have you seen these, Zach? Uh no, but I I I, I mean I've seen that type of thing around the internet. Yeah. basically uh eight bit art is that what they're yeah. calling it yeah 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 um that's one nfl version of top shots coming out soon which will be interesting to see what they change and improve on and all that stuff um there's currently a challenge going on right now if you create a showcase and have certain moments that are required then i think iverson there's like a 2005 version of Iverson coming out that will be valuable. I do not have the cards necessary. I'd have to spend probably a thousand dollars to get that if I wanted to. So, so how does how does one of your NFTs become valuable? Can you explain that to me? If you can, that's you, fine. I'm just curious. No, it's just like anything. So you can buy one and then you can relist it right away and you can sell it. And so, it's just, yeah. So what's going to stop me? Um, from buying it for some exorbitant amount of money, ten thousand dollars. Right? Okay. Therefore, Nothing. it's now worth ten thousand dollars. What's the uh, what's going to stop me from doing that and then uh, you know artificially inflating it? And then well, someone, someone else has to buy it from you. I missed to buy it from anything. you. Yeah. Right, but I've I've made the. Sorry, isn't there a term for this? Like washing? Isn't that what that term is? The uh, washing it. Uh, sorry, I'm not a. a 
this isn't really my, my, my day job, but there's ways to sort of manipulate the pricing on these things where like you give people the impression that it's valuable by, by pricing it in a way. Um, Either, yeah. And then, I, someone, I and then someone buys it for like 300 bucks, like, right. Whereas I'm giving you $10,000 that, but we're never, you're going to give it right back to me because sure, we're, we're in on it. I, I know that I think it's called some- washing. Sorry. I'm not familiar with the term washing. I know that there you, are. You should probably figure that one out. I'm just. <laughs> yeah. I'm not buying $10,000. Uh, uh, sure. NFTs. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Um, but that's how you, but you could, you could do that in, in this unregulated market and you can get away with it. It's not illegal as far as I know. Yeah. I, the only thing is um, maybe what you're talking about a little bit is if you have something that is outside of the average listing prices, depending on the serial number and all that, that, these all these third-party sites track that, and they have an odd sale thing where they can identify, hey, this thing is averaging five hundred dollars or whatever, but somebody paid ten thousand for it, and it's not going to drive up the value unless. So there's you like don't a own correlated... a truly unique thing, then. What's that? You're not owning a truly unique thing. These are things that are like owned by other people. Well, you're like owning. The... You have a unique serial number, but yeah, there's like thousands. It can be your the. The most rare ones, I think, is like a pack of, there's only 49 total, for example, like a, I forgot what it's called. And those cards go for 50,000. Okay. So you own a unique, a unique uh, component of, 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 of a series of, of things. So you've got the most, yeah. so the most rarest of these uh, objects is, is a collection of 49, whereas it seems like there are. The rarest of the rare, right? Is, I Which think isn't even that rare, I feel like. Okay, so it's not really unique other than the fact that it's got its own serial number to, I guess, yeah. Yeah. prove its authenticity of sorts. But okay, so that's a little bit different. I didn't realize that. I thought they were like truly unique, like like they were, there was none other like it. Like that's no, the one, no, that's not no, they're the all part okay. of a set. Yeah, like the okay. most common ones So they're are... just trading cards, basically. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's it's, fine. I'm, nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's fun, right? Uh, yeah, I should. I shared with you guys my showcase I created with the fun uh, assists from, I think I had LaMelo, Luca, Jokic, Curry, and Giannis or something like that. Yeah, that's um, wildly cool. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but I, in terms of the, when I told you the Nuggets is that they have, they're in the third season right now. So they're season one, two, and three. And you can collect all of players from season two, all of season three, all of season one. And then you have one that combines all of them. They can be from either one or whatever. So the, the most expensive one that I got was an Andre Miller. Uh, he had like a three fourth court shot that he made in 05 or something like that. That's they have an 05, 06 throw it back is what it's called or whatever set. I'm going to um, find that on YouTube. Yeah. You can find it on YouTube. Certainly, you can find that for free. <laughs> you were you, today. You you were pretty excited because you you gave me the impression that you were getting like, uh, you know, perks for being like that's uh, what I was gonna say. Yeah, a high yeah. roller of sorts, like VIP privileges. You're spending so much. I'm not saying you're spending a lot of money, but you gave us the impression that you're spending a lot of money, and they're giving you. It's like you know, you're a high roller in Vegas. You're getting comp stuff. I think I think they are. Um, they did it in uh, AMA with the whatever the CEO, whatever his name is for Dapper, which is the company that runs top shot with the NBA. And they are trying to, they're coming out. And the, the, the thing I like 
I guess why I like it is that it's actually partnering with the NBA instead of it being some random thing where they can pull the rug on you or whatever, which I'm not saying that this wouldn't tank at some point. I'm sure it could, but I do like that they are partnering with it and they're going to have like in stadium stuff. And they talked about like, if you have all of the team's players, there can be perks and they talked about tickets or whatever else. So oh, this has to be done the way they're doing it. Yeah. If it weren't affiliated with the league, it would be very, yeah. very weird. Yeah. That's why I said. I would, if, maybe make a trip out of it if it was something nice or I would just give you my top shot handle Zach and you could go and pretend to be me well you're welcome to my house anytime to, to go to a Nuggets game <laughs> that I'm not invited to but that's fine yeah if I got of course you and I would go to the game Zach oh you get more than one ticket okay I thought you were just gonna get one ticket okay <laughs> yeah. I'm be like Bob Bob got a pair didn't you Bob for, for a stable duel I did yeah uh, Zach, my tiss tiss to you when you asked me how much I've spent was me chastising you for asking me how much money I put into it. I still want to know. I want to know. It was, it was a, my somebody, listeners want to know. I mean, is are we talking like two two figures, three figures? So, so Zach, I've, anticip- I've anticipated this question, Zach, and my I response figured, to I don't you know. is my response to you is, "What is money, anyways?" What is money, anyways? That's a great question. So Fantastic. I'm going to put the over under at eight hundred dollars. That's a good. I like that line, Bob. I'm not sure what I'd go with that one. I mean, I think over. you set the line well. I don't right, know. The, the new line is uh, $1,500. Whoa, Ed already gave the thumbs up, so I, I would have gone under. So you're you're in the four figures, Ed. Nice. This is an investment. It's an, it's an experience, guys. That's over, an experience. over over 1,500, I think he's saying. <laughs> yes. All right. Under over under 2,200. That might be the threshold right there. Right. Okay. Getting hot. So if you if you wanted out tomorrow, how much do you think you could get back? <clears throat> um, it says that I'm up 800 bucks right now. From There's these third-party sites that look at it and they assign and okay. there's fair market values. And the, the thing that, if you really want to get into it, is the serial numbers. And Zach, I thought you were going to ask me this of like, what numbers are good and obviously the number one in the set the last number in a set and then your jersey number for the players so if you get a 23 lebron for example like a 23 serial number of a lebron moment there's a high value placed upon the jersey number is that like an error card that like i'm, I'm just trying to relate this back to my my, my days of trading uh like right just hey i'm going to determine that this error card is worth money because it's rare basically and now we're saying that because the jersey number of a player matches the serial number, that it's it's got it's unique. It's, it matches the number. Yeah, there's a 15 for Jokic, right? Okay. So you're saying uh, 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 if we if we use the 49 uh, rarest of of rare objects in that series, the number one of that 49 is like the I the Taj Mahal of no, I of that's that. a good. T- I think that actually the jersey number might be top and then number one. I yeah, think I I'd that. have to look. That makes sense. I would want the jersey number. Mm-hmm. Even even I would place a little value on that, yeah. And the lower, if you have a single digit or whatever, the lower the serial number is, the more. And why they place more value, Zach, I cannot tell you. What happens? But, but is there a zero? No. Serial it's number? One, so one if I've got whatever. a jersey number of zero, what, what's going on there? It's a good question. Fuck. I think you're out of luck. I don't think you get the jersey card. You don't get the jersey badge. There's been yeah. some some good double zeros in the NBA, right? 
pretty sure didn't Rodman go double zero for a couple seasons? He was wasn't he ninety something? Maybe he was ninety nine. Ninety. There have been some good double zeros in the league. I can guarantee that much. I'm not sure who they are off the top of my head, but what was Walton's number? I'm gonna guess fifty, but that's just. I thought he had a weird number. Gilbert Bill, not Luke, right? Gilbert Arenas. (laughs) Yes, I'm talking Bill. Bill. (laughs) Luke wasn't Luke just fired today? Yeah, the former winningest coach of all time uh, in the NBA. Out on the streets. Can't make it in Sacramento. Sad. Have I, have I answered all of your top shot questions? I have. I feel better knowing that uh, I, I didn't expect to, to hear that you were in the four figures. I really – I mean, it's great. You're having fun with it. Um, it's a good community too. I've made some friends. Yeah, is it like your? Is it more of a community than your Peloton dads? <laughs> um, it's not. I haven't experienced it to be as big yet. But I actually uh, was talking with the guy who who's been into it, uh, and he manages the seafood department at a Denver grocery store. Seafood department at a Denver grocery store. Wow! I'm okay. gonna find out so that you guys can go meet Zach. Yeah, what's that? That's that doesn't sound creepy at all. Ed, you, Ed, you have an incredible amount of bandwidth for a new community. Yeah. yeah. How do you find the time for all these uh, social, yeah, social groups that you hang out with uh, virtually? I, I mean, I'm impressed. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm impressed. They should make a movie about your life. Maybe they will someday. I'm a social butterfly. So uh, I, I'm just going through my notes here. Um, so you were at the Breeders' Cup last week. That was last week, right, Bob? Uh, two and a half. Eh, two Ten weeks days ago. ago? Yeah, the sixth. So 16 days ago. Wow, has it been 16 days already? I apologize. Yeah. Wow, two and a half weeks almost. Okay. Um, you, yes, um, I was there. I believe you, so you flew out there for the Breeders' Cup. That was a Friday night, Saturday night event, and you flew home Saturday night, right? That's correct. Took the red eye back took the Took the red eye. What was it like flying red eye during a daylight savings? Um, it's kind of nice. Felt like, uh, felt like the flight was an hour shorter. Did they? Oh, man. Go, go ahead. Did I go to the twilight zone? It feels like you were, you were in the air as the time change happened. Like the. Yeah. 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 Man, that's like a wild. Stephen King book. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I want to know what happened. Did uh, somebody, somebody did have a medical emergency on board? I think at about the same time that the the time changed, and uh, I mean, it was it was touch and go for a few minutes there. I mean, that's so, basically. I think technically, that's the witching hour, right? Like if we're talking like classic, like not yeah. red zone witching hour, but like you know, horror yeah. paranormal witching that's hour. Not the right? Andrew Siciliano. Version. Not the Andrew Siciliano uh, version, <laughs> but the uh, you know the. The Rod Serling version, I suppose. Um, yes. But so, but like, did the flight attendants, did the, was there any like uh, ruckus? Did they like announce it over the speakers or did they do uh, no. free drinks are, for the plane or anything? Or? People are trying to get some sleep in. It's a red eye flight, you know? Yeah, but it's the daylight. It's, it's the one time. I don't know. It feels like it's a special occasion. Not, and not only are you, it's a daylight saving, but you're, you're, you know, you're gaining an hour. It's like a free hour. It was free hour to, to sleep. That was yeah. the goal. So I know 
Bob didn't see this. Zach, I feel like you maybe would have watched it or would have read the book. When I said Stephen King, it reminds me of the Stephen King miniseries, The Langoliers. Do you remember this? Uh, I remember the name of that book. I, I never read that one. Yeah. I'll, I'll try to summarize it very, very quickly. It's this, these people are on a plane, they're flying and they go through some time rip in, in, in a plane. And anybody that was awake basically disappears. The people that were sleeping at the time wake up and they land and they are in the past, like an hour behind everything that just happened. So now you're in this desolate world where everything's already moved on. And the Langoliers are these things that come and eat up the past time. And these people try to find a way to escape and they have to take the plane back off and go back through the time rip and they come back into the present. That's what I'm imagining what happens when you're flying. When the time like changes, there's already changes. been a book made of this. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I was, uh, I was explaining to my daughter the other day about parallel universes. And uh, I was thinking about the, the show dark, of course, Ed, Yes. And, uh, you know, so, so this, this is a, this is a topical conversation based on the fact that I may be in a parallel universe now after that flight How many, or, or I may, maybe an hour behind, I don't know. Many strings that have now gone off from the one main source previously. I, I seem yeah. to recall, Bob, I thought, I feel like we've had a discussion. This goes back maybe decades plus. This many, point. this is a long but, time ago. But yeah. I feel like uh, we've, we've, we've talked about this and I, I seem to recall you were uh, highly opposed to the idea that there exists parallel versions I remain, of. I remain highly opposed. Uh, yes. Okay. <laughs> just making sure you're, you're, you're still in the same. <laughs> I just like to, uh, to bring it up because of how sure. stupid it is it's <laughs> <laughs> fair enough no i just want to make sure you're still on you're staying the course <laughs> guys one thing i wanted to mention when i was talking about that one of the friends that i made that lives in denver he mentioned something that he uh, very much likes college basketball and i said you know what you would like my good friends they like college basketball but i think more from the betting angle i don't know that zach actually likes watching the games <laughs> um or I, and I know bob kind of does but i think it's more um the edge that you're getting and and sure. checking back on your on your uh bets later than of, we've got two big games going on right now like gonzaga tipping off Dude. and uh Dude. You don't have USC, Bob. I'm sure because it's an ad game. I do. Game, but, uh, I oh, do is that a that. game? That's I don't all. know how it is, but it's. On, they must yeah. have. You know what? They must have pulled the uh, the magical uh, uh, switch that takes a game from added territory to to main. <laughs> once it becomes like on ESPN, perhaps. I think, We're I in think the Twilight it's, Zone now. So well, yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, it's a uh, Dixie State. It's not often you get to bet on Dixie State on the main. Oh. Dixie State. Yeah. So yeah, these are some big games for us, Ed. Tell me High when level correlation. Tell me when there's a home game at what is it the Mount? They've got that great gym. Was it Mount? Is it Mount St. Mary? No. Yeah, Mount St. Mary's. Yeah. It's a sure. it's a favorite gym of mine. I'll uh I'll be sure to watch the schedule. I was I was disenfranchised when I uh, turned on the Oregon Chaminade uh, game tonight, and the uh, the the Chaminade Chaminade. Uh, Chaminade. Not sure how to pronounce yeah. it. Uh, they they used to play in a really tiny gym uh, that was you know the size of a high school gym, and uh, now they're playing in what appears to be some kind of an arena uh, with That's, regular seating. So you were deprived of the 
the privilege to watch them in their old gym. Got it. I, I'm not sure if I was really denied. I just felt misplaced. I just felt like out of, out of sorts. I didn't really didn't know what to do with I myself. I understand. Zach, how's the Colorado School of Mines basketball team looking this year? Do they have a basketball team? I'm asking. I don't know. Okay. I know they have a football it's, it's team. Touch, it's uh, touch and go. I'm not sure about the basketball team because I'm not sure if it exists. Um, they probably do. I think they do. I just, I'm not, I'm, I'd have to, I'd have to Google that, Ed. Sorry. Can we get Peter to, if they do have a team, to get the coach on with us? Probably. Well, I'll ask him. Yeah. <laughs> Seems doable. Do you guys want to talk football a little bit? Does that seem like a reasonable, uh, yeah, what else is on the list? 80 degree turn here. Um, 80 degree. We, we, uh, I seem to recall that the, uh, remember when the, I, this is again like going back three weeks or so, roughly, maybe even four weeks at this point, but the, the CFP rankings were released for the first time. Sure. Um, right. Remember that came out? It was like this big hullabaloo. People are talking about it. Oh my God, I can't believe X team is, is ranked here. They beat another team, but they're right below them. Come on. Right. And yeah, of course, uh, um, and I guess I thought to myself, why, why don't they just wait until after the season to do the rankings? Like, what's the point of having the rankings at all right now? Entertainment, okay. <laughs> but everyone seems to just be upset about it. Is that I guess everyone's uh, entertained <laughs> by, by being upset about it? I think that's fair. Is that a fair that, statement? Okay, that is that's how really the content machine himself. works. Yeah, that has enmeshed himself into the college football world this year. I'd like he to has. Finish. Yeah, I've I've gotten more uh, ramblings from Spencer Hall over email than I have uh, ever ever needed in my in my life. That's uh, a great subscription. The Are you paying Channel for Six. It? Yeah, I think I paid. Was like I'm glad. I'm glad you're paying for it. I'm glad he's getting. I think he's he's worth the money. I'm not a. Yeah. I, I see enough of his of his stuff on Twitter for my own personal intake, but I'm glad that he's he's a quality content maker, and I'm not joking. I, I feel like I've gotten so much entertainment from his tweets and other stuff yeah. that uh, I like paying for things from people if they're trying to make a living from it or whatever. Um, and Zach, that might, the shutdown full cast might, I don't know. I guess I alternate between that being my favorite and Levitard. I should give it a try. Yeah. Yeah. I just feel so, like, yeah. so what are they like? Do they have characters? Cause I feel like what makes the Levitard show work is, is their, you know the the shipping container right it's it's a bunch of dudes um, talking about stuff no they don't have characters they have similar people that are on all the time and they have very weird episodes they did um like they went through the fast foods of all the different regions and what your ideal order is that was one of their episodes that seems fun oh i'm in for uh, that sure <laughs> I think another one was they did a draft for video games, like video game franchises. If you're on a desert island, Ooh. and that lasted for an hour and a half. <laughs> the the full cast after dark is pretty good because they're all a little loopy because they recorded it like midnight or whatever. Um, yeah, after a full day, yeah, after a lot but of I, uh, yeah, yeah. That's that's where I've shared some of the more humorous takes that tend to come from. I think something like, uh, I think I shared it, Bob, with you because it was Purdue. Like, Purdue's great because they, they don't try to be anything that they're not. Yeah, that's what it was. Not like, why try to be great? Why not just be Purdue? Um, <laughs> and what else? Um, there's some good Auburn takes. I've watched a little bit of Auburn with Bo Nix. I saw Auburn. one of his crazy passes, but apparently they're yeah. uh, 
a fun team to watch. And Spencer really likes saying uh, Wampanya for uh, Arkansas. <laughs> so um, it's yeah. been enjoyable. I feel like I've gotten into college football a lot more this year than I otherwise normally would. But I'm to happy point, to forward those emails. To your point, Zach, I mean, we've done the college basketball top 25 forever. We've done the top 25. It's just another form of ranking. Why do we do any of it? Why do we get out of bed in the morning? That's yes, why do they wait until week 10 or whatever week it was when they released it? Why not do it week two? That's fair. I think it's to build anticipation. It's all to make some more money. I mean, there's sure. I, I mean, it's, a, it's, a, it's almost a rhetorical question, but I, I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like there's some value in, in, in actually it's obviously it loses the entertainment, so it's, it's obviously a completely terrible idea so bob how excited are you for the the battle for paul bunyan's axe this weekend how excited am i yeah um i'm not really looking forward to it you're bracing yourself for disappointment (laughs) is it minnesota in the running for the big 10 championship i don't this one is I think oh, they, I thought they I thought, were still in it. Okay, I'm sorry. This was I think this one that's why I joked this one's for all the Tostitos um that I thought that the winner of Wisconsin Minnesota would win the Big 10 West. I well no I think and I'm I'm actually going to look at the standings right now. I think that if Minnesota wins, they would also need no because if, even if Iowa loses, Iowa beat us. So, no. It's either if Wisconsin wins, they win the Big 10 West. If Wisconsin loses and Iowa wins, then Iowa wins. So, mm. yeah. Anyway, I, I just looked, and I will say the line is only Minnesota plus seven. I would have expected it to be higher. So maybe Minnesota has a better chance than I give them. Minnesota but. has gotten the respect of the, I guess we'll just call it Las Vegas, because that's the standard go-to when anyone refers to the gambling line. It's just saying Vegas, even though. Vegas, in the desert, as it were. Right. Even though there's really not any reason to say that all gambling happens in Vegas now. <laughs> I think that made sense like 10 years ago or maybe as recently right. as five years ago. But now you can bet almost, I mean, almost anywhere is a hyperbole, but but I, yeah. I can bet almost anywhere now here in mm-hmm. Colorado. Um, so it feels like calling it the Vegas line is a kind of a, it's like calling it Kleenex. Okay. Oh, yeah. Like uh, a brand. Yeah. yeah. For Frisbee, uh-huh. right. Yeah, it's like a frisbee. It's, is it a, a flop disc or is it frisbee? a dumpster? A dumpster. Guys. I didn't know dumpster was a proper name, but the more I thought about it, it really adds up. And dumpster mm-hmm. really is a uh, an obvious brand name. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a just for our listeners, we had a, uh, a a really helpful Reddit thread that Peter shared uh, a couple of days ago about brand names uh, being. Uh, uh, I guess normalized into vocabulary. What was the most surprising? Was it dumpster the most surprising one for you too, Bob? That was the most surprising. How about you, Ed? What was your oh. most? Uh, please tell me you read I this. I didn't read it, but I read guess it. Would be, God damn it! <laughs> my guess would be Kleenex and Frisbee. Um, maybe not surprising, but those are the ones that I think of right away. Yeah, those were those were hot hot topics in the Reddit thread. Um, but yeah, dumpster was a common one. There were like. So there were, I don't know, 20, 30 ones that I was like, wow, that's, that's, uh, that's a lot. Uh, but since you didn't read it, Ed, that it ruins the whole, the whole conversation. <laughs> I'm happy to help. Happy to help. 
Um, I think I think this is a good uh, time to, to pivot into the uh, Ed. You had brought up a, a really good question in the, uh, the group text group chat the other day about what it means to be dealing. I think that's a common term that people, uh, announcers or, or sports uh, descriptors use when they're writing about or talking about a, a game or a, a person when they're doing very well, like, like a quarterback or a pitcher, right? Baseball pitcher. They're, they're dealing, right? Dealing. Yeah. Where do you think that came from? We've had some time to think about this. Do you know what it means? Like when I, I say, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Justin I'm Herbert it's... is fucking dealing right now. I assume it's card related would be my guess. Like dealing cards. That's my guess. I have no idea though. I mean, who's in control? The dealer. That's a good point, Bob. Who's running the show? The dealer. (laughs) The dealer. Justin Herbert last night. Dealing. What does the dealer do? He deals. Yeah. I don't know. Can we, can we come up with something better? (laughs) Are you not at your, so you're saying you're not a fan of that. uh, uh, I'm out. Usage. I'm out of dealing. I'm not calling. I'm not using it. (laughs) Surprising. Um, Okay. Shoot me if I ever you ever say somebody's dealing. What's your so when you see somebody who's who's I don't know in the zone might might be a little bit of a, a bad uh, analogy or, or comparison, but like what would you prefer to hear as opposed to being somebody who's dealing, playing well? And, <laughs> so they're they're competing with great skill. Competing with great uh, skill. Yeah. Um, uh, in fuego. And would you like, ever yeah. would you ever say a throw was sick, Ed? Sick throw? No. <laughs> but but also, let me see. Put like threw it on a dime. That was a dime. Like that. Drop the dime. I, I don't think I actually say that though. You could yeah, start you, saying you, it. You might you get some more it. street cred. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, how about throw it? You, you threw that one. That one was on a rope. Ooh. On a rope. Yeah, but yeah. that's that's just a description of a specific throw. We're talking about a, sure. somebody who's dealing is having a series of good plays or is basically, to Bob's point, owning the game. They're basically in there. I mean, and Fuego is close, but. I'd rather say like they're feeling it. Feeling like what? If, if I could what are they feeling, feeling it? Feeling, feeling themselves. themselves. They're feeling it. They're feeling, feeling like themselves. they're in the moment. Yeah. yeah. I feel like dealing is at least a little bit more descriptive than feeling. I'm just thinking of dealing. I'm thinking like a card, like just like dishing out the cards and stuff. I don't know. Where's the, where's the ante? Who's got the pot? Who are the pot odds? Yeah. <laughs> Flipping over the cards and blackjack. Yeah. <laughs> all right. All right. Um, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not going to. I don't think anybody's going to persuade me to use it anytime soon. Zach, what do you say? I think I, I mean I don't I don't personally uh, maybe go to that one, but I, I I respect its usage and I and I acknowledge it when I hear someone say it. I'm like, oh, I agree. That person is also playing very well at their <laughs> they're dealing. Yeah, Zach, um, I have a request for a segment. We can start it now. We can start it the next pod. I'd like a report if we do these like on Mondays. I'd like a report like what did Zach do on Sunday. Like and have it sure. become a, a, a segment. Uh, that's a great idea, actually. That's a great idea because how did be... Zach, how did Zach enjoy his Sunday more than, his... than us? Well, I think I get it though. It's it's uh, it's my proclamation I made about what six weeks ago or so that where I, I said, "Man, 
it's been great not worrying about football today because I've been doing something else, right? Yes, yes. that's great. But I think I would also like our, our listeners to know that there was an undertone of shaming the rest of us who were watching yes, football. Absolutely, yeah, and uh, like not hanging out with your families and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Zach's it like was a double dad of sword. the year. Yeah. No, no, not dad of the year, man of the year. Big difference. Yeah. Okay. So this Sunday, I believe you said that you went out for a meal with your, with yeah, your wife and your we young some child. pizza yesterday. And uh, it was beautiful here. I mean, uh, who, who wants to sit inside and watch football when it's 60 degrees out and sunny? When you can go out and go out for lunch, get some pizza. Did they have, did they have any TVs at the joint? You, they might you know, they did inside, but we sat outside because there's a pandemic. Smart. Smart. Oh, there's some more shaming. <laughs> what if? Jesus. What if there were outdoor TVs? Would you would you explicitly uh, move away from the TVs so as to not be bothered? By... No, I, I actually would have embraced the TV. In fact, I was uh, looking at my phone uh, for for scores. <laughs> and in yeah. fact, I was utilizing. I have a new phone. I have five G. I was gonna, I was testing out the streaming component, so I I was able to you know I mean I was sitting there watching it, but it was you know available if I really wanted to to dive in. But I mean there weren't many really great games going on yesterday. What was the? Uh, I even I even uh, I even bet on the Bears and the Ravens, and uh, I didn't. Yeah, really... that was ugly. Yeah, I mean I. I should have been watching. I should have been glued to my phone, but I decided to just let it go. And and I looked later, and I the three and a half covered, so it worked. Just nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> I'm just picturing Zach. He's in. Let me see if I can say it right. Zach's in Wash Park. He's with his <laughs> wife and daughter. He's pushing. He's pushing <laughs> Lane on the swing. Is he also pushing with his right hand? With his left hand, he's got his phone and he's tracking the progress of his. Ed, are you going to start love. giving me recommendations of where I should go to go for lunch? Trevor, Trevor yeah. Simeon, following him along on his phone. Trevor Simeon, joke. But no, you just talked about Wash Park. Uh, Bob has no idea what that means. No, but, but Ed knows because he's essentially a Denver resident at this point. That has that has more I, friends in Denver than Zach does. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I watch lots of commercials um, with League Pass. I get all the Denver, especially the car dealership commercials. What's your favorite? Do they still have Dylan Doug? <laughs> I don't know if I've seen Dylan Doug. It's just you should Google Dylan Doug. Contra- Dylan Doug is great. It's a big contrast that you notice that all of your commercial, your car commercials involve cars driving through the mountains, which we don't get in our oh, car commercials yeah. here. <laughs> Surprisingly, you don't see those in Florida. No, I, I uh, the, yeah, um. No, I'm, I'm waiting for the day where you start uh, recommending me uh, where I should go for lunch because that's that's the next progression in your. Uh... So the guy that I was talking to in Denver, I mentioned like, hey, good food there, like fire on the mountain wings. And I've mentioned someplace else. He's like, I've never been to these places. I've only lived here for two years. And he's like, oh. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm like practically recommending. So you're, you are you are doing recommendations. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you have at least been to a couple of places. I mean, let me think now. OK, yeah, I mean, I could. <laughs> the place that you took us to like fire in the mountain was it uh sam's sam's number three what's funny is that i mean i guess downtown is safe uh and he might be in that area but yeah he could live in a completely different part of denver and it wouldn't make sense for him to drive an hour to get to these places but but sam's number three is a pretty safe centrally located place i mean christ you can find a taco truck like anywhere around there right like a breakfast burrito place um in the 
in the downtown area. Absolutely. We used to, our old house, there was a taco truck that would set up a block away from our house that uh, I'd go to every once in a while that had, you know, it wasn't great, but it was good for, for what it was. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I can get them to buy some Juanitas. Yeah. That would, that would be a fast track to, to friendship right there. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, when I told him that I had friends that like college basketball more for the betting angle, he wanted to know if you guys had any content that I could direct him to. <laughs> and I'm trying to for, think for now. Betting? Um, just like if you guys posting stuff, I could probably send him to your little the betting Valley blog Ledger? that I that I infiltrated. <laughs> Does he know that we used to be uh, uh, amateur unpaid journalists for the Missouri Valley Conference? <laughs> no, he in the uh, in the mid aughts. <laughs> No, he was a very nice, helpful guy. Yeah. Are you checking the scores, Bob? Is that what you're looking at? I was I was looking at the scores. Yeah. Uh, both games are they're okay. One they're needs... they're very much okay, but I'm not loving yeah. it. No, one needs more points and the other needs more. Separation. Actually, I'm okay with Gonzaga. That was the one that seems like it's heading in the right direction. Whereas yeah. uh, USC. Oof. Yeah, that needs nice, a lot more points. Nice town. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. The Valley Ledger, I'm glad to see that they are still in business. Uh, Lehigh Valley. Oh, them. the uh, the owner, the new owners of our domain that we uh, that I sold. Or I, yes. think I, just, I think I just gave it away, actually. I don't think I charged it. I thought, I thought you told me you got like 100 bucks or something. For it. I, Maybe you did. I don't remember. I, thought, yeah, I think, I think uh, whatever it was, was it was really minor. It was not yeah, a it was small. How hard would it be for you guys to get credentialed again? I mean, it's like they're still doing Zoom, right? Press conferences and stuff, like where you get access to the zoom like it can't be that hard for you guys to do that probably so. not difficult at all especially the yeah. missouri valley these days that's that's conference is <laughs> especially with loyola uh departing yeah. after this yeah, year they've got that. there's no one left there zach trexler.com <laughs> we've got a question you have a question no i'm, I'm if you were in there and you your outlet was um do you do you have anything to talk about uh besides uh unlicensed journalists becoming uh credentialed in college basketball uh no i'm glad you brought up the deal in again i forgot that i had made that a pod topic well there's one more thing that i think that i think we could talk about here you you were and i, th- I, I couldn't tell how much you were joking probably a lot but you had referenced uh i think Jokic scored 30 points and you called it a 30 burger that's right yeah um, <laughs> when and, does something become a burger yeah when does it become a, a burger and i feel like in, in basketball it's it has to be a 40 i don't think dropping a 30 a 30 mm-hmm. point line is quali- qualifying for a burger but uh um I think you're probably right. I was worried as soon as I sent that that I shouldn't have that I had committed a, a faux pas, um, <laughs> and you would be called on it, and yeah. I would be called out on it. So you were correct in doing so. Um, uh, yeah, I think it's probably forty. I don't know why. Why is it that once you hit forty, I suppose um, you guys with your spreadsheets um, could tell me. Uh, how often how much more likely it is for a player to hit in the 30s than then how that uh, drops precipitously of the number of players that have hit 40 points in a game in a well, in the season here's my question why why are we acting like a burger is 
is something that's significant. Like uh, a ten, a ten, ten points should be a burger. You know what I mean? I ten actually burgers. think the whole term. Yeah, I, this is where I was going too. The idea that the burger is somehow a good thing, right? Shouldn't yeah. it be? Yeah, uh, I'm not yeah. sure what what dish a you fil- want to go with. A filet mignon is a, a thirty point game. Maybe a ribeye. Yeah, maybe there's different layers of this. Yeah, <laughs> Escargot. Forty points. Escargot. Yeah. Um. So I'm with Bob. Good burgers. Well, I've had good burgers, but uh, but what would you rather have? A good steak or a burger? I mean, what kind of meats in the burger? Like, what what kind of? (laughs) This is disgusting. Ed, you win. Congratulations. What what if it's a steak burger? If it's a steak burger, huh? I, had, I don't care for those that much, honestly. Go ahead. I had a Jaguar patty the other day Made from, from the butcher cat? shop, which it it was not actual Jaguar. It okay. was <laughs> because it's from Jacksonville. They called it Jaguar patty. It was 75% uh, brisket and 25% pork shoulder. And that was amazing. Okay. I can I can I can be with that. It sounds good. It's enough yeah. to like I would I would be happy to have a 40 burger of a jaguar patty you could rather have that over uh a, a, a delicious cut of of ribeye or 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 steak or whatever your favorite it doesn't roll off the tongue zach a 40 a 40 steak 40 oh steak? we had a 40 steak tonight <laughs> i don't know that sounds kind of you know 40 maybe 40 porterhouse that sounds good <laughs> what's a t-bone <laughs> Well, it doesn't have you have to be cow though. It could be forty a forty body. Sixty wagyu. <laughs> I mean, somebody somebody said it first, right? At some point, somebody called something a burger. Yeah, what's and the then, origination of burger in in, in quantifying uh, a tally yeah. of some number? Because it doesn't. It's not just points in a basketball game. I've seen or heard people drop it in relation to say an NFL team dropping, you know, an inordinate amount of points. Mm-hmm. In a in a game, mm-hmm. it really signifies nothing more than what I just said—an uh, yes. unusual amount of points. Whereas a burger like a, is hardly unusual. Yes, thank you. Feels like a great. Uh, I think you guys have something brewing. D- dust off those journalism degrees, okay? Go do an oral. Is this history. your usual go tart go to card here, Ed? Yeah. Hey, hey, Zach, go do some reporting figure it out well because it would entertain me here's where i'm going with it i want you to dust off your journalism degree your journalism degree is a way to give me great entertainment either by you infiltrating the missouri valley conference um zoom press conferences post gamers or doing an oral history of the term burger when, when i retire to a point ed ed you're in luck when i retire excuse me <laughs> I, I have uh, aspirations of doing now. which yeah. could be next week. Yeah, <laughs> I have aspirations of doing something like that, where I go back to my uh, roots of, of becoming a, a, a journalist of some kind and just doing some kind of random reporting or writing. I'm not sure what that's going to be or what that looks like. It could be any topic, but uh, someday, Ed, you may be in luck. And uh, yeah, maybe it will be about uh, the, or- the origination of, of, of the burger terminology. I expect you to give us some hard-hitting journalism, Zach. Like, you're not going to give a shit. You're going to stand outside of 
like corrupt businesses and just ask people straight face why they're terrible people. <laughs> That's what I fully expect of you. It's, I'm setting I'm setting that bar right now. I think there's certain people who do that. I don't think I need to. There's a space for you there. You can use those sharp elbows. Yeah. Get in there. We'll see. You have to, um, Bob, is the joke that Zach has sharp elbows or sharp shoulders? I actually think it's sharp shoulder blades. Probably shoulders. I think that's right. I can even see them right now. Yep. yep. <laughs> Pretty sure my elbows are, are the worst if we're playing basketball. Yeah. yeah. Do we wait? Speaking of that, can we end this with does anybody have any comments? Is there anything that needs to be discussed over the LeBron? Um, who's the guy in the Pistons? Mitchell? Isaiah Stewart. Stewart? <laughs> I said Mitchell. Mitchell? I had no Mitchell. idea who that guy was. Stewart. I mean, yeah, I hadn't he heard the guy he was before. A boxer? He, he, he was a boxer? Yeah, he said boxing is his first love. That that was like a known thing. And huh. I actually think that Spencer um, Hall, uh, aforementioned Spencer Hall, posted a picture of LeBron, like a freeze frame of him with his eyes kind of like this, which obviously that won't translate on the podcast, <laughs> but eyes kind of wide, like in surprise, backing up a bit. And he said, that's the look of a man that's too rich to fight. Rich to fight. Yeah, that's fair. I like that. <clears throat> Is there anything that needs to be said? No? I'm not sure where to go with that, Ed. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Well, so it looked like he was being aggressive on the rebound on the box out on a free throw. And LeBron, I think they had been battling back and forth, and LeBron kind of swung at him a bit and got him square with clearly. Like, Backhanded him with or or a wrist, yeah, some kind of a wrist action uh, or heel, like his wrist bone, like right into the right into the cheek area there below the eye. Palm palm strike, I think is what they call it. Palm strike, yeah. Palm strike is that? Yeah, that's right. Um, I saw that LeBron got one game today, and uh, what's his name? Isaiah Stewart got two games. He looked like he was trying to fight everybody. I felt like it was more of a one-game suspension. I felt like it was uh, no worse than what Jokic did. I'm not sure why we would debate like suspension amounts because what's the point? But uh, yeah, what's the baseline here? Why, why did what's why did he get two? Why did he get two? Yeah, I think because he like rushed a couple of times, multiple times. Like I like that. Held that. Yeah, my favorite part was how he acted like he was cooling it off and like heading to the bench. And all of a sudden, he like zoomed around the corner. Again. And it was very crafty. <laughs> <laughs> like it a bull in the arena, me. settling, thinking you, thinking it's settling down and then charging. Exactly. <laughs> like, what does it take to get a three game suspension? I guess I've, I, I'm curious what, what, what's the. Is there a playbook for this? Uh, Pull, pulling a knife on somebody in probably. the NBA. Pulling a knife? Okay. Yeah, I think so. <clears throat> I have a. You can edit this out. I'm pretty sure if you pulled the knife, Bob, you, you'd be ed- ejected from the league. 